Today on the Financial Foundation, I want to discuss a good strategy as we enter a bear market. No matter which one you look at, mutual funds across the board are showing red week after week. Some stocks out there are showing more strength than others, however, and I can see a number of ETFs also showing strength. So if you are the type who's looking to invest in a bear market, even though I still recommend you wait until next year, I have some insight for you later in the episode. Or maybe you are watching your mutual funds degrade in value and you want to switch it over and diversify a bit more. Remember, it's my opinion that whatever you have in the market should be left there, but I'm a little wary about putting more in until we start to see light at the end of the tunnel. The tunnel this year has just been so dark. Also, inflation numbers are out for September and oh my God, getting this under control could not be going at a slower pace. Okay, so we begin today with a look at your options in a bear market. And if you don't know what that is, the most basic description is a stock market and overall economy that is in a state of prolonged decline for a good period of time. So quite the opposite of a crash, right? Where it happens all at once and instead just happens slowly, day after day, week after week. The problem with a bear market is the same problem as a recession, recovery, stagflation, and a number of other financial states. Basically, you aren't officially in one until you've been in it for a while. And by a while, it could be three months, six months, nine months, a year. Now, unofficially, you can always make the educated guess before the proof comes out. I like to point to the example of the recession this year. As early as December 2021, all the signs were laid out that rate increases were coming. Nothing was official until March, but I was 99% sure it was coming just due to the red-hot velocity of borrowing all over the country for over a year. And now, while rate hikes don't always signal that a recession is coming, it does signal that the rates of borrowing everywhere are going to slow. And that means not just people, but businesses and governments too. With the slowing of borrowing comes the slowing of purchasing, paying bills, taking on new debt. It helps to calm a red-hot economy, and if you do it right, you can avoid a recession and achieve a soft landing from a market that's out of control, something that we can argue that the Federal Reserve has not been able to achieve. The reason 2022 has been pretty terrible is rate hikes to slow inflation have been very ineffective for the most part, as the majority of this year we've seen inflation above 8%, and the decreases have been so minimal. At the same time, the rate hikes have slowed just about everything else that keeps the economy in good shape, things like the GDP. So what we have is a declining economy or bear market as a result of rate hikes among several other things like increased spending and unloading of the Fed's assets on a $9 trillion balance sheet. And of the few good things that are supposed to happen, inflation is supposed to be one of them at least getting it under control. The dollar is, is slowly strengthening in comparison to the market, but getting inflation under 2% seems like we are still many months away from that goal. So earlier when I said the majority of the market is experiencing negative growth week after week, there are some investments performing better than others. This information is mostly for those that have their money already invested in the market, and maybe it's mostly in mutual funds or declining stocks. Now, I've done full episodes on ETFs, stocks, and mutual funds before, and if you weren't sure about ETFs at the time, take a look at your current investments. If you are seeing negative growth, 
Remember, especially mutual funds, these are actively managed and the fees charged to pay the managers on a fund that is shrinking seems like robbery. I mean, tell me why you, as the investor, should pay a team of managers for failing to avoid you losing money. Seems like there should be a better system in place so that the managers only get paid if you are in the green. But that's a conversation for another day. The point is, a small chunk of your investment is carved out every once in a while to pay these people. My recommendation, sell your interest in those mutual funds and put it into an ETF. ETFs are passively managed. And you remember earlier I said mutual funds are actively managed. These are passively managed. So the fees paid on those are way, way smaller than the fees on a mutual fund. And the prospect growth on an ETF across the board looks more hopeful. As industries like energy, tech, groceries, oil, even financials are posting depressing results, the horizon looks optimistic and finding an ETF that can closely match the sector you want to invest in can not only prevent you from losing more, it can prove itself being more rewarding than your average growth or mutual fund. I want to state this again as I don't recommend putting any additional money in the market just yet, but if you have money already in there and don't own a single ETF, please take a few minutes and see what the market has to offer you. And the reason I I put this out there is just because mostly what we're seeing is, is that these stocks, ETFs, and mutual funds all across the board we are seeing declines we are seeing in the red so in comparison to the market the dollar is actually strengthening i mean if you wait a week and these etfs and mutual funds decline you can actually buy a larger chunk of them with the same amount of money as long as they continue to decline so i mentioned earlier inflation as of september 30th 2022 inflation came in at 8.2 percent Now that's a decline, right? Because the month earlier it was higher, but those numbers still suck. And remember over the last several months, gas has been falling. So it's helping to bring down inflation. So this primarily means that just about everything else is still skyrocketing at the same ridiculous pace as it has all year. Food, clothing, bills, cars, everything you can possibly find at a retail store or online is continuing to soar. Honestly, it seems like price increases are happening almost weekly. The numbers for October will be out soon, and I pray that gas prices going down isn't going to be the only thing helping to curb inflation, as I want to see steady prices at the grocery store and restaurants. Then if everything else can follow, we can finally be on a path to a stronger dollar again. I can't let you guys go without talking about mortgage rates. As of last Thursday, the average 30-year mortgage for a purchase has crested 7% now. We all knew it was coming. It clocked in at 7.08% with a 15-year not looking at all better at 6.63%. So cutting your mortgage term in half doesn't even save you a percentage point. And in this market, you could all all agree that it would have meant a lot of money saved. As rates continue to rise, budgets continue to fall. If at one time you were approved for a $500,000 mortgage, With the same income, your approval might now might show something as low as $300,000, depending on what other debts you have. Talk about a huge decrease in what house you can afford now. At this rate, breaching 8% by end of year seems like a real possibility. But honestly, if it doesn't, it will end up there after the new year anyway. Lastly, I want to turn your attention to the crypto market, as I know enthusiasm has seriously waned this year. But 
as all the cryptocurrencies have held steady at their current values for most of this year, it does seem like now might be your last chance to purchase some before the values start to increase again. Remember, I'm still on board with all the crypto experts that predict that 2023 is scheduled to be another strong year for Bitcoin and other coins along with it. Don't use any money you can't afford to part with long term as the strategy with crypto going forward seems to be best when you plan for the long term. The rewards stand to be the greatest when you don't choose to pump and dump. Thank you for listening to the Financial Foundation today. That is all I have for you. As always, if you have a question or a comment, message me on Instagram at the Financial Foundation 2022, and I will see you guys next time.